Hello, and welcome to the first in a new series of Alfie Podcasts, The Finance Next Gen. Each podcast will be an exchange between two experts from the financial sector, one more experienced and one next-gen professional. My name is Duncan Roberts. Today, I am joined by Valeria Merkel, Partner Asset Management with KPMG and Chair of Alfie's Next Gen Committee, and Thibaut Gon, Associate Relationship Manager at Bank de Luxembourg. Valeria, Thibaut, welcome. Good morning. Good morning, Duncan. Maybe we could start by allowing you a quick introduction. How did you get where you are today and how did you become involved in Alfie's Next Gen project? Valeria, what's your story? Yes, to my story. Having studied in Germany and UK, I came to Luxembourg uh, because it really attracted me as being in an international workplace. I started at a big four where I really found a family atmosphere and it felt like a continuation of my studies. Now, 20 years later, I'm still with the same big four <laughs> with much more formal roles within the firm. So I'm heading um, a team of hun- around 100 auditors um, basically focusing on the asset management uh, market uh, in Germany. Now, more formal roles, um, that applies not only to the firm, but also to the um, associations around that industry. Uh, for example, Alfi. Uh, I'm part of several Alfi working groups and among others, uh, the working group uh, that is called Alfi Promotion Steering Committee was taking that challenge to, to think and really to elaborate on the topic how the next gen can be more involved in what Alfi is doing, what actually the whole industry is doing. And that really, really interested me. I was very vocal about that uh, because we all agreed that the needed curiosity of the next gen, the willingness to really shape um, the, 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 the industry for the future because they're shaping their future, on the other hand, the asset managers and asset services and Alfie as a representative of those, um, there is a high willingness, but there is also the potential for the infrastructure. And there are possibilities for facilitation of much, much more input from the next gen and their involvement. So now I'm very honored uh, to be actually chairing this initiative for the second uh, year in a row. And we are very proud to um, to organize our next conference on the 5th of July. Thank you. Now, Thibaut, what's, what's been your career path and what enticed you to become involved in the Next Gen Committee? So, first of all, I would say thank you for having me. Uh, what an amazing opportunity to be able to participate to this podcast as the voice of the Next Gen today. Now, maybe a little bit about myself. I'm 27 years old, born and raised in Luxembourg, and actually my story wasn't planned at all. Initially, I wanted to become a physiotherapist, but as luck would have it, I had uh, a quite severe sports-related uh, injury with a long recovery period. And so I couldn't start my studies because they were quite physical. Instead, I decided to study economics in Brussels. I liked it, and I continued by studying management science in Brussels and Milan. And before I knew it, I started my first job at KPMG Luxembourg in 2019. Now, six months later, I had the unique opportunity to work as an associate relationship manager at Banque de Luxembourg, and I couldn't refuse it. It was also through BDL um, that I got into the Alfie Next Gen Committee about a year ago. And so now here I am, happy and honored to participate. Great, thank you. 
But let's face it, this concept of next-gen is not really anything new, is it, Valeria? I mean, at the start of your career, was your generation being given a voice? Was the next-gen then treated differently to the way they're being treated today? Thinking back, um, I think I didn't really understand maybe always the reasoning um, for decision-making being so slow. It felt like that, that uh, moment in time. I think for problem solving, I had more impulsive sol solution and suggestions. And many times I was told, no, we have been doing that always like that. Why do you suggest something new? Um, sometimes also for good reasons. <laughs> and sometimes just because probably now retrospectively, I understand it uh, better. Um, I was lacking the big picture. And I think also from the now generation, as opposed to the next generation, is it, it is not so easy to let it go. It is not so easy to pass over the control and to trust the, the next generation. However, I felt through my career actually being entrusted and at times it felt scary. I can tell you, sometimes uh, I, I was given trust and I, I was not even sure that I would be able to handle that. But at the end, uh, it was successful. And at the end, I understood how that trust made me grow. So, yes, it is. There are differences. I think the most differential topic is probably the purpose. Um, it's not that we were not looking for the purpose at, at that time, but I think uh, there were other things more uh, present, probably. It was enough sometimes to uh, get the job done because it was needed to be done and because you felt responsible for the team when it was a team's effort. Um, Probably at that time, we did not ask for more. But I think purpose is, is the differentiator currently. Okay. Thibaut, uh, do you share those sentiments? Are you impulsive? Do you find you have purpose in your work? I wouldn't say that I'm impulsive, um, but I totally agree on your first point. It is part of maturing and growing up in your company, in your professional world, that you have to see the bigger picture. You have to earn your trust and you also have to take on the responsibility that you are given step by step. Um, and when you say that the next gen puts more emphasis on its purpose, I think that it is true as well. We have a certain tendency to question the meaning behind what we are doing. And I'm not saying that it wasn't the case before, I'm sure everybody did it, but now we're more eager to voice our concerns and to maybe challenge the status quo, to think independently. And uh, it's important. Thank you. Now, if we turn to the Luxembourg financial, finance industry, <clears throat> is the next gen facing any specific challenges? I mean, the industry sometimes seems to be a bit traditional, if we can call it that. Does that create barriers for the influence of the next gen? Thibaut, maybe you can take the lead on this one. Before talking about the specific challenges, because indeed I think there are certain challenges in Luxembourg, I would like to stress out the opportunities that the next gen has in Luxembourg. Everybody knows that the Luxembourgish finance industry for, is stable, it's reliable, it has become a leading center for fund administration and servicing. And everybody knows that the landscape of the financial industry is changing every day and with an immense speed, be it regulatory requirements or technological improvements, there is always something new and it's rapidly evolving. As such, 
Luxembourg always had to rely on its fair share of foreign workers or expatriates. Not only does a large proportion of the population speak multiple languages, but I would say that this, let's call it tradition of internationalization, has helped to create a dynamic and multicultural business environment. And all these elements together, the sheer size of the industry, its diversity and the evolving landscape create a huge amount of possibilities and opportunities. Although it's not always an advantage, the industry is well connected and everything is close together. So as an ex-gen who doesn't necessarily knows what he wants from day one, you can start your career in Luxembourg and quickly change or evolve into a different position without having to change all the other aspects of your personal life. And I think that's quite an advantage. Now, unfortunately, with a lot of success comes a lot of demand and Luxembourg is quite a small country. And it wouldn't be fair to simply talk about the advantages and benefits of Luxembourg without talking about its most important challenge, the housing market. And I do believe that the next gen faces challenges related to the staggering house prices, the limited availability of affordable housing and simply a lack of new construction even two well-paid full-time juniors can have difficulties to buy a home nowadays. And while I don't think that it will have a major impact on the overall financial industry, and it's quite an interesting situation, I actually did my master thesis on this subject, um, but I do believe that this is one of the major threats that will at least curb Luxembourg's growth and attractiveness in the future. Yeah, I mean, that's a political decision that we might not get into right now. But Valeria, are there any other challenges that the industry is facing in attracting new talent? Yes, there are. Well, I guess there are plenty of challenges. However, plenty of opportunities, as Thibaut just mentioned. Um, I think, however, I would like to turn that question around a little bit. So is the next gen facing any specific challenges in the financial industry? I think the financial industry is challenging, is facing challenges with not attracting enough the next generation. I think that's the, the, the point for the industry right now. Because being traditional, being seen as corseted um, is not, is not uh, favorable for the current generation. I think it's coming down to financial literacy uh, at schools is really a job in the financial industry attractive enough uh, for people, uh, for young people to start their career? So is that something we can change? Is that something, you know, also down to the purpose? Is that something that we can connect with the purpose? Because I truly believe there are connections. However, if those connections are not seen from day one, that's difficult. So my dream would be really to bridge these two worlds, the more corseted financial world that is that is seen like that, and the more fancy one, fintech and uh, startup world, where um, which more attracts the younger generation. I think there is place for everything in one, because actually the financial industry needs innovation and the financial industry needs next generation. And if we look at the next generation, with the um, enormous energy, unrestrained energy, courage, you know, boundless will to, to really follow their purpose and to change the world and to shape their future. This is the booster that actually the financial industry needs. So 
I would rather turn that around. It's the financial industry that needs next generation. Next generation might not need financial industry in the first place. Um, and that's how where I see the challenge actually to to um, yeah to, to make it feasible. Yeah, I think this next gen is is definitely needing some financial literacy, but also they are bit often seen as being more creative and technology technologically innovative. Um, is it easier for them to keep pace with the fast growth of technology, the fast pace of technology changing? That's for sure. When I think back when I was next gen, I was already thinking, you know, I'm technologically native, kind of at least. Um, I embrace technology. I see what technology can bring, you know, to our lives. I see what technology can bring into the financial uh, world. However, of course, when I compare now with the next generation, uh, and I'm now part of the generation now, rather, um, this, 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 the, the space, the, the pace, sorry, um, has expanded. So this is not comparable. Now the next generation, I truly believe and I hope that they are more creative, that they are more um, technologically literal, um, and that they will be driving actually much more the also the change management in the current organizations. Do you see that in your next generation, Tivo? I think that um, the key element that uh, is making technological advances sort of easier for us is the fact that we grew up with them. So for us, um, there are many things that aren't new and if we can quickly adapt to them for the moment and only regarding the technological part. Um, but as you say, it's the pace is about to uh, to step up and when I now think of for instance ChatGPT I think the next changes will be far more uh, far more impressive and then we will have to to show if we can really adapt and what we can do now regarding the creativity and innovative aspect of the next gen I don't think I, I think that it is simply due to the fact that we haven't been shaped by the industry yet due to our young age we usually have a limited professional experience and coupled to the fact that we're a generation of do-it-yourselfers and also ready to challenge the status quo, I think that we are uniquely positioned to drive innovation and creativity. We're able to think outside of the box and approach challenges with fresh perspectives. And I think that this gives us a certain, a certain advantage when it comes to creativity and innovation. Now, that being said, there is... This is not necessarily for uh, only for the um, for the next gen. It's more about the environment, and I think that if you have the right conditions, regardless of your age or your generation, you can be a particularly creative or innovative person. But I think, uh, if I may add, um, I think this is very very important right now, really, to create that trustful space for the new generation uh, to feel entrusted. To feel that they can try things out, that they can fail, they're allowed to do that, and they can gather their experience. And that's really now the challenge rather to the corporate world to implement that and to pair actually the new generation with the generation now, which uh, in my view, this is the mechanism really to make that mindset bloom. I totally agree. Well, thank you. I think that's, that brought us full circle to your answer to, to the first question, in fact, about entrustment and being given a voice. 
So my final question to you both requires perhaps some Im imagination. Um, Alfie turns 35 in 2023. What would you like to be doing in 35 years from now, Thibaut? That's a tough question. Now, to be honest, I'm not even 30 years old and it's terribly hard for me to think of what life will be like in 10 years. So you can imagine what it must be like when I'm thinking of 35 years. One thing I do know is that I hope that I will not be working anymore once I'm 62. Um, but you can never be sure of that. Now, knowing that I, I love diving, um, I think that I would like to spend my time at a beach somewhere uh, near an underwater paradise. Um, but then again, who knows? Uh, maybe I'll be preparing a podcast with the next next gen. Uh, nobody knows. Life is full of surprises. <laughs> Valeria, what's your thoughts? Well, I think for me, it's also difficult to bore not only for you. <laughs> I think it's a bit of mean question to, to let us imagine this. But I hope to be happy and healthy at that time. I definitely will not be part of the workforce anymore. I hope so. But hopefully I will be proudly supporting my grandchildren in their next generation conversations. I'm very, very curious to see what that's going to be. Well, thank you very much. That's a very positive thought to wrap things up for our first episode. Many thanks Valeria and Thibaut for your valuable and insightful uh, contributions. <laughs>